So that's not a problem. This is Sippin' with Sammy. I am Sippin' with Sammy. Sam Malone, Barstool, Rug. If you ain't Sippin' with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Please get your fucking life together. Yes, sir. And today, man, is a special one. I got the pleasure of having my guy with me. Why be Norris in a situation with me? What's up, bro? What's up? What's poppin', everybody, man? What's going on? Chillin', man. Glad you can make it, man. Now, Why be is somebody that I seen around the industry for a while. Seen him floating, seen him performing, seen him running with some people that I knew. Shout out to Vuno. Seen him in the studio one night. We had a long ass conversation. I was drunk. He had to listen. He ain't had to listen, but he did. <laughs> and we had a good talk. And I actually told folks after that, like, yo, I fucks with Younger. Then fast forward and realized I knew you your whole life, mm-hmm. which was crazy. Yeah. But that being said, I'm excited about the man that you become. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we had that conversation not knowing. Mm-hmm. And it was genuine and that's thorough shit. And ever since then, we've been supposed to do this. So how you been, man? Man, I'm going to be honest with you, Sammy. I've been in the best mental space in my life, bro. Let's drink to that. You know what I'm saying? You got to. That. I love that. You know, the last conversation me and you had, you got a light, bro, not there. Yes, sir. We can share this. Last time we talked, you was telling me about Last time we talked was like two years ago, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. 2020. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, it was just like since then, I didn't learn so much. I didn't picked up on so much. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to throw a lot of shit that I thought I knew in the trash can. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I'm basically just like reprogramming before people's eyes right now. And it's glorious. You know what I'm saying? And I, the last conversation that me and you had, like, I, I took a lot from that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I watched that interview probably like a hundred times. Like Twenty times, bro. I ain't gonna lie. And that joint was like, how long? Like an hour or some change? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, niggas was just like, just like I said, refreshing, bro. And it felt great, like, in terms of learning the business, mm-hmm. in terms of learning life, how to move around people. You know what I'm saying? It's, it had some ups and downs. Um, you know, Got locked up over some nut shit. Mm-hmm. Came out, be my case. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Congratulations. Yeah, I was, sure. was going to ask you off camera what happened with that, but that's mm-hmm. what's up. That's no, what's you up. don't get for sure. That's off camera talk, but <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm keeping it a rack, though, because a lot of these kids out here think that shit cool. Right. 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 You know what I'm saying? No, but I'm glad to hear that you in the best mental space because people don't even talk like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. On some real shit. And just you breaking down. The couple sentences that you said that I guess are things that all contribute to you being in a better mental space, especially having that monkey off your back for one. But going through that, you know what I'm saying? Having conversations with people like me, because I'm sure I'm not the only one that lends you an air or, or, or knowledge because you, you're receptive to it. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I'm glad to hear that. Like, that excites me because if you if you learning and growing at a rapid pace, because like you said, you're comparing two years ago. It's not a long time ago. You see what I'm saying? Even within that time, you bumped your head and all of that. You're going to be all right, man. You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. I like hearing that shit. Oh, yeah, bro. So what's on the agenda? Like, what's the play that's being ran now? Like, what do you... Because I seen recently you performed at The Village. That's my spot. Shout out to The Village, <laughs> man. Shout out everybody that was there, bro. It was a vibe. 
know what I'm saying? I was talking to uh, Young Bob mm-hmm. in the yeah, back. Yeah, Bob was there. Yeah, yep. me and Bob was rapping. Um, he saw your performance? Yeah, I think he did. He was in the cut, though. Yeah. He was talking to everybody, but um, I had to get everybody's attention, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm on that, you know, I'm seeing everybody talking. I wasn't trying to interrupt nothing, but when I'm on the stage, bro, we rockin'. You command that shit, you Yep. Yep. The last situation was there the uh the joint two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um when I performed with Vu and shit. It was yep. a young boy that had went up there and I can tell from like his energy, his body language, that he was nervous. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was kinda hesitant, one really looking around. Mm-hmm. And I hollered and I said, Yo, youngie, let me holler at you. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? He was like, he was like, What's up, bro? I'm like, yo, when you go up there, my nigga, you gotta command that shit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You don't gotta be on no aggressive shit, no hostility, Mm-mm. no none of that. But it's you. It's a way that everybody has a different way of showing their confidence, they comfortable they, the comfortability with what they presenting and all of that. Like and it's little stuff. It's what part of the stage you stand at during certain parts of your records. You know what I mean? Like and you you have a grasp of that because I know you'll bop, swing around, but when a certain line come up, you right back at the front again. For sure. You know what I mean? And the mic get higher. <laughs> so, like, but I dig, I peep all that little stuff, and I, like, I'm somebody that does that, too. I pull people to the side, too, and I tell them, because what you don't know, you don't know. But one thing for sure, two things for certain, at that level, nobody probably knows the record. So you got to own it. You got to be more excited about this motherfucker than anybody. And that don't mean you got to bounce around if that's not your demeanor, but you got to hold it. Fair. So I'm glad that you told him that. And... Watch next time you talk to him, or next time you see him rocking, you gonna see it, or he gonna tell you one or the other. And, no. and that's one thing that I want to speak on. You know, with a lot of people, like people talk to me, people people talk to me, and it's like, um, you know, I'm real quiet. Mm-hmm. Like anybody who know me, my demeanor mm-hmm. when I come around people, like. I ain't gonna lie, niggas be thinking I got a problem, especially with some <laughs> shit like that. So I just be like, no, nah, like I'm I'm a sponge. I'm a two-legged sponge. You mm. know what I'm saying? I'm walking around and I'm SpongeBob. everything. SpongeBob, yeah. <laughs> no bullshit. But like, I'm walking around and, and that's not even with a conversation, bro. That's with life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'll be around. I ain't going to care. I don't be home at all. So I'm around all the time. <laughs> like, I don't. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Mom Duke. She be wanting to spend time with me. Sweet I miss mom. my golden child. Ah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How do you spend time with you? I'm like, right, I got you, Mom. But. Nah, but take, make sure you make time. Oh yeah, always no. Always make sure you make time. Tomorrow ain't promised. I exactly. always, I always do that. But you know, I, I take energy from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Everything that I do, you mm-hmm. know, I'm absorbing stuff. So when people talk to me and they be, I be quiet and shit like that. They be like, "Was you listening?" I be like, "Yeah, I was listening." And you weren't listening. But then my actions mm-hmm. show that I was listening. And that's what it's about. That's what's most important because. One thing about talking to you, like you said, you listen. So you're not listening with the intent to to respond like people always say you shouldn't do, and somehow people don't grasp that. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're you're listening with the intent to absorb, and then you you into action, and that's 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 better than you confirming the whole time that I'm telling you something that you get everything that I say because ultimately you just cutting me off a lot. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah, when I get in my ramble. Like, you know, I, see, I see you in your duffel. I'll be like, same again in this duffel, bro. You better shut up. No bullshit. You but the twist, the like, you know how they say, um, I'll give you this lighter. If you say drunk mind speak, speak a sober heart, like I be on and when I wake up the next morning, I realized that all the conversations that I had at the bar or the party was really productive. I wasn't really kicking no bullshit. Like, I don't get drunk and decide to lie to people. 
You know what I'm saying? I try to build a lot of the times because I wind up around people that I wouldn't normally be around for a little bit of time to have these conversations. And I know that I can make them quick. Mm-hmm. I know that's something that might have been a 30-minute phone call. I could kill this in three minutes in the club. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Get to the point. Yo, call me next week and we set it up. Yeah. As opposed to having to drag it out. Let me ask you something like, because mm-hmm. I've been meaning to ask you this for a long time. I thought about this a question. When you... When you like around certain people, because I know you probably around people that you probably don't know every day. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like you try and figure people out, but you can't necessarily put your finger on it. Mm-hmm. But it's like it's important that you figure them out because you might need to do business with this person in the future. Right. Like, how you navigate through that? Um, you pace it. Everything ain't about the moment. You see what I'm saying? Because if you're talking about somebody that you have to do business with, it ain't a drug deal. It ain't got to happen tonight. You know what I mean? So you just pace it. It's the same as like hollering at somebody on a regular tip. Like, not even like a chick, like a homie. Like, yo, follow me on the jump. Follow each other. Reach out to each other. Tap in with each other. And just watch how this person operates. A lot of times people tell on themselves anyway. Watch when they go on live what they care about. Watch what memes they post. See how petty they are. See what happens when they... when when. Something bad happens in business with them, and they want to tell the whole world the next day. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And those type of things, you just slow walk it. In the room, though, you acknowledge, you you introduce, you you, you give your little elevator pitch, but you, nothing's immediate, nothing's urgent unless you feel it. But, but you being a sponge and you being observant, you kind of know right off the bat who you vibe with and who you don't. But business isn't always about who you vibe with. Business is some a lot of the times who you can deal with to get it's a means to an end. You know what I mean? Point A to point B is like a job. Mm-hmm. Fuck this manager. I'm never gonna be in his position when I'm 50 years old. But right now, I gotta come in at nine and leave at six. You know what I'm saying? Like it is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But um, just don't put too much pressure on it because ultimately you 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 got reasons and seasons for people, right? And you have a whole lot of people that you're gonna meet that you're gonna have no need for unless they're gonna support financially. Like buying your product, not putting it out. <laughs> so no, but that's a good question though because these rooms, man, we talk about these rooms all the time, and it's hard to navigate sometimes. There's certain kind of rooms, especially like it comes from experience to figure out your place in these rooms. But when you're young and you look younger, <laughs> you already have that little thing against you where if it's somebody that might be a little older they looking at you like a dumb young boy like you might be a wild young and they might not even dig in like they should but the same way that I run around with tattoos and long hair and gotta deal with people of all type of backgrounds I don't wanna deal with nobody that don't wanna deal with me mm-hmm. you see what I'm saying like you see who I am there's a bunch of buttons that explain it like you mm-hmm. see who it is so at that point I'm cool cause like I've been on an elevator with this jacket on I had ACL surgery, so I had to go to the hospital for um, follow-ups. And um, on the elevator, elevator pack, 80-something-year-old white lady, little white lady. She reading my jacket. I'm thinking she reading my jacket, but I can't really tell because she old. So it's not like she's blatantly doing this. She's just... And then she asked me if I had a marker. And I'm like, for what? She read the back of my jacket. It says, every woman needs a bar stool. She said, I just want to write amen at the bottom. That shit was funny as shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's like, she gets it, bro. 
She don't come from nothing. I come from nothing. She got the joke. Like right on the other side of the tracks with it. Like she from the other side, other side. I would like to talk to her for another fifteen minutes to see where her, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, where I hear that. Yeah, I didn't hear talks. <laughs> I didn't hear talks with. I'm talking about like rich ass white folks. Mm-hmm. Like rich ass white folks. Wealthy like, motherfuckers. Wealthy like. Mm-hmm. Nigga, if you too close to my car, I'm calling the cops on you type mm-hmm. shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like, the way that I articulate myself, niggas be looking at me like I got three eyes. Yeah, like, and they'll yeah. say some shit usually. <laughs> they stop saying it out loud, but they used to say out loud how surprised or how impressed they were with the fact that you could articulate or that you were intelligent. And I've had those conversations and just been like, you know what? I'm going to let you have that one. But at the end of the day, you have no idea because I ain't told you shit. But when you're around these people, what you also realize is they don't care about the shit that we care about. Their insecurities ain't the same. They're not worried about, you know what I mean? And it's not all, money solves a lot of a lot of different kinds of problems. But I guess with that means that they're, they're, the things that they take pride in and that they thrive in is different. You see what I'm saying? So that makes you like, me, when I started hanging around people that had money, when we was going to mansion parties and staying in them for months at a time and stuff like that, I was like, yo, niggas in the hood ain't talking about no money. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers is robbing each other for nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, I just started thinking like everything was petty. And that made me want more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got to be wealthy, but I ain't doing what y'all doing because that's corny. Y'all stick somebody up for $2,000? I was just with this man that would have spent $2,000 on you tonight just because you was kicking it with him. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And you'd have had enough conversation from him to go make some more money or get an opportunity for yourself. Niggas so, be niggas be asking me, hey yo, Norris, why are you why are you being like extant? Why you being Wayne PA? Like, what you doing <laughs> up there, bro? And I'd be like Breathing. Breathing. That's, that's one thing. Let's, first of all, let's, let's start pause. with that. Let's pause and start with that. <laughs> breathing. I'm breathing. It's fall. I like how the trees look up here. Peaceful. Peaceful as shit. Tranquil. Mm-hmm. Niggas is asking like, Yo, why you up there? I'm like, nigga, that's where the money at. But they don't know how to be comfortable up there. And I I tell my cousin this shit because my cousin be asking me questions. And I tell him like, bro, some of the, when it comes to the black males, one of our biggest weaknesses is comfortability. Mm-hmm. We are so scared to go outside of our comfort zone. Mm-hmm. It's like we fear the unknown. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I didn't took, bro. I didn't took niggas to Queens. <laughs> I didn't took, and, and that's just like that's I did, I did that's like Jersey for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying at this point? But I didn't took niggas to Queens. Mm-hmm. I didn't took niggas to the Bronx, mm-hmm. and they, yo, bro, she just wave at me. What the fuck? <laughs> she just wave at me. What the fuck, yo? Hey, Not yo, in Philly what? no more, bro. It's exactly, different. it's different out here, and. I be telling niggas like, bro, I take them strides. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That song I performed, mm-hmm. that song Hear Me. Yeah, I was going to ask you about it, but go ahead. I'm glad you got back to it. Yeah, that song Hear Me. Um, shout out my man Beezy. Uh, that song, I had drove out to New York to get it mastered. Mm. Um, shout out my man Casey up there, over there at uh, Ramsey Studios. They doing their thing for real. What part yeah, is with what on bro then? They in Queens, they in Jamaica. All right, but yeah, yeah. So he mastered that John, and I remember I wasn't trying to fuck with Tool. I was pop. I really wasn't trying to fuck with Tool like that. 
So I took the scenic route to New York. I'm fried, bro. I'm fried as shit. I've been on that route before. But it was dope, though. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I ain't never been out there. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I went out there, and one of my producers, uh, he was kind of, like, late with sending me certain shit that my mans had needed. So, like, I had went out there for nothing. Mm. hmm And... Niggas was like, is you going back? I said, yeah. They like, bro, you tripping. <laughs> Why is you going, you know what I'm saying? What, why, what's so important about, I said, nigga, that shit going to save my fucking life. Mm-hmm. I can't be around you. Nah. I mean, what's the difference? Two hours on the road, two hours sitting here doing what? You know what I'm saying? If I can make the trip, then I ain't doing nothing. Nah, nah man. Right. That make all the sense in the world to me. It's funny you said the scenic route. I've taken it before. I just took it recently to AC by accident, following the wrong person. <laughs> but it be a vibe sometime. It do be a vibe sometime. Yeah, but no you gotta doubt. learn how to appreciate that shit. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And you know, like I said, that 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 shit right there means so much to a nigga because it's like, you know, you look around and what you see, just demonic shit mm-hmm. every fucking way, mm-hmm. and it's killing us and it's killing us quickly. And it comes from lack of experiences, lack of getting outside of your comfort zone and outside of your environments, not seeing that stuff is bigger than, you know what I mean? Like, when I was younger, I used to tell um, guys that was younger than me, like, that was hustling or whatever have you, like, bro, take a vacation, take a break. Mm-hmm. And I know in the streets it's hard, too, because your spot could be up. But figure out a way that if you could take three, four days and just go to your man college. You know what I mean? I used to kick that to him. Just go to your man's school, party with him. It ain't going to cost you much. You at a college. He got everything. He know all the chicks. But just be around something different for a few days, and you're going to come back here and feel different about things. Trust me. Mm-hmm. Because you never gave yourself a break. When you're in the middle of the tornado, it's hard to see outside of it. It's hard. And that's how a lot of people crash out because they're so stuck on every day by day by day by day being caught up in it that they don't realize you can see what's coming if you step back. You see what I'm saying? Nah, 100. That's that's going. It's going. You going to come back and you going to move smarter. Mm-hmm. You going to start to see shit differently. You going to want different shit. And you peep who the right motherfuckers and who the wrong motherfuckers. Yeah. It's been plenty of times that niggas in my circle that I thought I'm like, damn, these niggas was kicking their feet up in my crib. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yep. it's just like... <laughs> I know exactly what you're you talking about. You feel me? I ain't even got to say too much, but... Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I adapted, bro, you know, and I updated. You know, this is a new and improved me, in my opinion, and I look in the mirror every day, and I be like, I like this, man. <laughs> ah, that's dope. That's how you should feel. That's how you should feel, man. It's all about growth. Motherfuckers like being stagnated. They like having excuses and, and, and things like that, I feel like. Because, like you said, it... it, it it allows them to remain in their comfort zone. The amount of people that never travel outside of their city, let alone their neighborhood, would blow your mind. You know what I mean? Because it would be like, why? It ain't all because of poverty. And sometimes the poverty is because you didn't go nowhere else. Mm-hmm. Like, I know for a fact, when it's hard to get jobs in Philly sometimes, it's sweet in Maryland. You see what I'm saying? That's a train ride. Might have to hack it for a little bit, but like, fuck around, get an apartment out there the first three months of working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Niggas ain't thinking like that, bro. Mm-hmm. And you know, back when we was uh, when we was at Glockaway and shit, and I had said like, 
fuck I said I was like you know it's a different it's kind of like a different generation mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like you got the early 2000s but they separated though mm-hmm. and it's like some of the younger niggas niggas around my age a little bit younger than me like the the lack of knowledge that they have of certain shit is crazy to me you cause they skipped saying? it they skipped yeah. it everything sped up we went from generations just being a certain amount of time a certain amount of years or whatever to being based on technology you see what I'm saying like the digital age became a thing social media age became a thing streaming became a thing motherfuckers that was born in 2000 don't know a lot of shit that we had to go through and if you was born in 2005 Mm -hmm. it's way different you see what I'm saying? So it's like, that's only five years. That's five years, and they way different than 98 babies. Way different. But the thing is, I like that the younger the generations seem to get, the more that they are above the bullshit. Like, the kids are starting a lot of these um, these um, revolts that are changing society. A lot of these revolutions, you know, like I always speak to in Baltimore, the Freddie Gray situation. Middle school, high school kids walked out of school that day and and brought attention to that shit internationally. You see what I'm saying? The kids made that decision. Their parents wasn't outside already marching and they went to join them. They all decided flash mob style. We leaving school today, bro. Like we used to see the white kids walk out in the movies. Mm-hmm. Except all the schools did it. And now the kids and the cops can't really touch them. Because then it's going to be bad. It's Baltimore. <laughs> mm, nah, for real. So like stuff like that inspires me because it's like there's certain fundamental things that y'all need to know but I love the fact that a lot of y'all energy goes to like, I'm just not gonna be like how it was no more. Like, I'm over that. And we just gotta figure out how to talk to them and figure out the rest. Like you do. Like you said you do. You reach out. You give words to motherfuckers. All the time, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I, the niggas around me, like, I'm not a yes man. So ain't be. never been no yes man. So, like, I didn't have people getting mad at me. You've you always been me. stubborn, though, bro. And that's what's funny. Like, and, and this ain't even to be funny, but it is funny. We used to be at the basketball court, and you used to have rubber reptiles and, and books. And motherfuckers yeah. used to try to make you play ball. You used to be yeah. like, can you open the car so I can get my alligator yeah, out? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was a young boy. And then you decided one day, I'm hooping, and I can shoot. You just mm-hmm. flipped the switch one day. I remember this. Mm-hmm. And you started working out and all of that. And I'm like, that's crazy. But... I kind of knew that. Mm-hmm. You was like my little cousin. My little cousin didn't talk till she felt like it. And they thought something was wrong with her. As soon as she started talking, she was giving paragraphs and sentences. But y'all never made her struggle to get her point across. Yeah. So she ain't got to say shit. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Everybody move at their own pace. But whenever you did something, it was like you just did it. As a as a youngin, so now when you saying like yo, you motivated in a different way, and that that's really exciting to me because you're stubborn. Like you know what I mean, and there's nothing wrong with that, because at the same time you're not necessarily selfish, because all you've been talking about is how since you've been growing, you've even been trying to put people on, or you've been having to separate yourself, which means that that means something to you. Yeah, that's not easy for you. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? That's not something that's like. Man, I always knew I was letting y'all niggas go. Like, you ain't like that. Mm-hmm. It hurts. Because it was like, you know, what that was was me kind of hopping in the streets a little bit. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, 
I was a young boy. I was a kid. I did what kids did. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And then there was a point in my life where all oh, that shit stopped. And what niggas don't know about me is like when I was a young boy, I ain't seven, eight, back in my uh, my neighborhood <laughs> in Mansion. Mm-hmm. That's why I get my name from Norris. Uh, come from Norris Street. Mom Duke's what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like. That's that's the neighborhood that kind of like raised me. Right. You feel me? It was like my mom, my aunt, my uh-huh. cousin, and that's why I always look at my cousin, even though she get on my damn nerves. I always look at my cousin like she my older sister. Yeah, that's still your sister, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. My cousin Lodge, he lived around the corner, and to this day, that's the nigga you most likely going. Matter of fact, he was there. Mm. When I was performing mm-hmm. I don't know if you seen him But he was the nigga with the dreads mm-hmm. I seen who you was with That nigga been by my side since diapers Dope And that's, that's the neighborhood that we come from So you gonna see me with that nigga every time Because we grew up That's like my brother I don't call that nigga my cousin You right. feel me Right So that neighborhood like it, it raised me And when I was a young boy <laughs> I was around certain shit mm-hmm. Then around 8, 9 years old I seen the nigga get down in front of me Mm-hmm. So then Which that is was fucking crazy, dog. Fucking and what people retarded. don't understand about that shit is like, I ain't gonna lie, the youngest nowadays, they understand that shit. They seeing that shit almost every they fucking it way too day. Much. You can't say nothing to these young boys. Mm-mm. But to me, obviously back then that was like I was I was like eight years old, so that was a uh, 07. Mm-hmm. So that was seven. Mm-hmm. So that sound about right. Yeah, I'm thinking this shit was a long Cause time. Cause now I think like, again. so if you was eight, eight nine years old at that time, like when I was losing people at 19, like at a rapid rate, mm-hmm. nobody could relate to me. Like, and I knew that. I had a lot of friends that never lost nobody close to them at all, let alone a streak of, you know what I mean, losses. Yeah. So at eight, like, was there something like you told your friends about or like you held no, that? Like, that was um. So that was oh nine. Yeah, that was oh nine. Not 07, I was 09. So, yeah, like, in 09, I seen, when I seen that nigga get down there in front of me back then, that shit did something to me, bro. You feel me? And it still do, it still do something to me to this point. Did you ever know what it was over? It was a nigga that... Because I know you was a kid, but did anybody ever explain it to you? No, nah, I knew what it was, you so... seen it? My man, Tamir, rest in peace, my man, Tamir... My man Tamir lived around the corner from me. His older brother was out there. Mm-hmm. But his older brother was the type of brother that'll let Tamir hang around him. Mm-hmm. So when Tamir was around him, you was I around was around him. Right. So we'd be out. And one day, he was playing football, heard some shit, bro got hit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it was over. Mm-hmm. But I seen that shit, we ran over. And that was your people's people's. That's you crazy. You feel me? That's and crazy. I had to watch him. Like it was Yeah you I, watched him die Yeah And I be That's why I was trying To get to earlier Like people don't <laughs> understand Like That shit right there mm-hmm. A do something to you That's not a movie Mm-mm. When that shit in a movie Is It's acted It's It's, it's Paint is You know what I'm saying It's a makeup All that shit Like It's fake When you see that shit for real it's different. That shit do something to you. It's and different. But t- you knew that man though. Like you know what I'm saying? And that's even crazier. That's even crazier. And it's like we see stuff on the news 
and the world is crazy. And motherfuckers always be like, what would you do if you was in that situation? Mm-hmm. I don't have to assume I've been in that situation before. I've been in the building and ring, shit start ringing off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what my reaction is already. Yeah. So it's like, but that's not a good thing. I'm not no damn policeman. Like, I'm not a, I'm, I've never been in the military. Yeah. Why do I already assume to know how to move? Because no matter what you do, even as a cop or military, you know shit happens. Yeah. But like, I'm not, like, I don't even have to think about that no more. And that's weird because I've been like that since young. Mm-hmm. I've been scared to get engulfed in a conversation and not pay attention to my surroundings since catching a bus to school. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's, to say all that, bro, to get back to what you were saying, like that shit shifted me as I got older, mm-hmm. and then shit just went from there. But when I was a young boy, though, like you know, I had to deal with my parents being separated, mm-hmm. single parent household. You know, I was with my mom, my pop wasn't around. Then when mm-hmm. I moved with my pop, my mom wasn't around. You know what I'm saying? Like I went through a lot of different shit, and I was aware. And yeah, so niggas was a witness to it. Mm-hmm. They seen it. I ain't even gotta say too much, but no, I mean it, I, I'm glad that you don't mind sharing it because people yeah, go through it. But for yeah, sure. yeah, niggas go through that shit. So mm-hmm. it's like it ain't nothing new, but it created me to who I am today, though. Yeah, cause you ain't make no excuses. Like, and I maybe at some point you did, but I feel like, like I'm telling you, every time I talk to you. I'm boosted by talking to you because I feel like you saying exactly what you're supposed to be saying. And I don't know what that is for you until you say it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Even when you saying like reverting back to the transition from like people talk about, yeah, when I was 12, 13, 14. Mm-hmm. You're talking about eight, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You talk about eight. And a lot of times when traumas happen to people, or when people get booked or whatever, you know, that's another trauma. But they get stuck at that age or that mentality. Yeah. You never let yourself be stuck. You never let yourself stagnate based on it. You know what I mean? You've made decisions that you probably would have made better ones later on in life of, but you still had to do it, and you're still young as hell. 21. You're still young as hell, man. I'm having a drink with you. This is weird. <laughs> you got you to put on for the, for the younger niggas you know. I be throwing interviews like this in my homies' faces and they be watching. They be like, damn, bro. I really thought about what you said and that shit kind of changed how I moved now. Mm-hmm. And I be like, I try to I try to give knowledge wherever I can because it's like, I feel like if it's somebody out there who don't know but is willing to know and I have the knowledge that they need and I don't share it to them, I feel like that's a crime. Yeah, um... I, I know people that believe that your job is to share knowledge and enlighten people, like just your job. And it's I know people that believe that through religion, and I know people that just believe that through energy. You see what I'm saying? Like it's your job. You can't hold it. If if it dies with you, where does it go? And um, it's the each one teach one thing too. If you could tell one person, they got a crew. And they could tell five motherfuckers, and if they could get two people to pick up on what they putting down, and it spreads and it spreads, and that's what our community needs. We need optimism. We need information. We need to know that there's other things and that there's people that we can talk to. Even if it's just to shoot the shit, it's not always about building. Sometimes motherfuckers just got to vent. Sometimes people just want to be heard and seen, and you don't look over people. And that's dope, because you, you, you've been in a privileged position, man. Like you be, you've ran around making music, <laughs> performing with a bunch of dudes that's my age. 
Real rap that came up with me. And they don't hold you no different than each other. They don't they don't treat you like no young boy. At all. At all. So you doing something right, man. You doing something right. So I'm glad that you a voice to your people. I'm glad that you like like make, making sure that your folks see these things. Cause you're not saying nothing crazy. And I'm sure you could say a lot of crazy shit. I'm sure that somebody pissed you off after the last year. But you know, we ain't here for that. But at the same time, I don't think that's where your energy is at. No, it's not, bro. I'm on the defense. I'm on the offense, but I'm on the defense, you feel me? Like, niggas know I ain't got to sit up here and try to kick some hot shits for a motherfucker. Like, yeah, I'm going to do this to you, nigga. I'm going to do that. To I don't even get down like that. That's corny anyway. Cool, I mean the loudest nigga in the room is it. <laughs> Talk that so shit. So it's like, Talk that shit. I already know. So that's why I'm not an aggressor. Mm-hmm. Bro, I've been in plenty of situations where I didn't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know what? I ain't even going to act like I'm Rambo. I'm going to chill. Yep. I'm going to fall back. And then if I need to, if all else fails, if I need to, then we... Because I'm a man, bro. I just seen Styles say the same thing. He's selling juices and veggies and got pharmacies for life and all of that. And mm-hmm. he's a calmer person than he used to be. But if all else fails, when it's time to get out that door, it's his job to get out that door by any means necessary. By any means. Because he's a man. That's simple. But see, that's not gangster. Like, you know what I mean? That is gangster in a sense, but that doesn't have anything to do with being gangster. That's just being a man. That's being, my mom is not going to trip over your mom. <laughs> I'm getting back to my mom. I'm getting back to my peoples. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And But if I didn't, if, if you don't, if you're not the aggressor, that everything that happens is a result of what was what was brought your way, and you can live with that. You no, know what I mean? Sure. But it's been times like you know I didn't had, you know somebody test test one of my significant others, mm-hmm. and like I get into this mode. If I really fuck with them, I get into this mode where I'm like, yo, you gotta chill, because mm-hmm. it's like when it comes to your nest, mm-hmm. and this is for anybody from the ages of like. Really 19, 20, 19 Up to 40 If you got a family mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying mm-hmm. You gonna protect them By any means Yeah So if you gotta take it there It's like Nigga I'ma take it there I so, felt responsible as a kid Cause I was the only boy Damn near on both sides Of my family mm-hmm. Mad girls Older, younger, whatever Don't matter though My sister Four years older Beautiful Like niggas is gonna talk shit You know what I mean Like all of these things Have always been a thing But I was always very protective over them, even when I didn't really know how to defend them. Mm-hmm. I knew I was willing to go out. You know what I'm saying? I've I've swung on a guy like this before. <laughs> we, all, we all had dudes, dog. We all had dudes. I would love to see some footage of that. I probably look crazy. Man, it wouldn't man. bother me nowadays. Back then, it would have flushed me. Yeah, yeah. I remember. Uh, I had Rumble the Young Boy at Finley. That shit was the funniest <laughs> shit ever done. <laughs> Niggas had the gloves on. They was like, yo, fight. I had Crack Young Boy. His glove fell off. <laughs> His glove had fell off. He was like, yo, chill. I'm still going at him. I'm drawing on him. I'm like, man. Like, That's part like, of our problem, man. Yeah, we, keep, like, we raise the gladiators, man. <laughs> we got to chill, but man. But we had moments like that, though, but... But that's how my block was And that's how my coaches were Like it wasn't no arguing Get in a circle You know what I'm saying All that back and forth Get in a circle If you're not gonna get in a circle Shut the fuck up mm-hmm. 
And if and I don't want to hear nothing about something happening on the way home, because I gave you opportunity to handle it now. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how we was raised. That's how we gave it up. That's where our aggression came from. Like, and then the whole thing, like, you don't lose on your home court. You either win the game or win the fight. Yeah. That's real, <laughs> no, that's real shit, though. That's real shit. And it's though. not literal for people that are listening, but it kind of is literal. It's it's one of those things where it's like you just gonna let somebody walk over you and beat you, or is you gonna push them far enough where you might just have to fight for this W? Because this is your home court. So yeah, that's I what just I'll be able to clarify sometimes. No, it's understandable. <laughs> that's understandable, bro. But you know, like you said, I just been evolving, man. Now just a new and improved me. I start making my own clothing line. Mm-hmm. What's the name of it? Falling in love with it. It's called Noor. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a playoff of my name, and it stands for No Opportunities Rush. Mm-hmm. And um. And what kind of clothes are we talking about? We talking about the clothes that some niggas are rock, <laughs> but we focusing on some clothes that the females are rock. Dope, dope. People, what I said, like, mm-hmm. I heard you. You know what I'm saying? I think you need a belt. No, I was gonna do that. Cause I think you need your own belt. That shit, like, you should design a buckle or something and get multiple colors, and not even on no cheesy shit like a dope joint. Yeah, I saw that on your joint. Yeah. Upside down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nor a joint. So it's like a snowflake. <coughs> and it's like, I would put that on the belt. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Yep. So I be thinking about shit like that. Yeah, I think a belt would be good for you. I'm sitting here looking at your belt, and I'm like, you should just have your own joint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I be thinking about all that, bro. I even thought about putting my shit like a logo on pens. Like, I was... I was thinking about all that shit. And I think that belts kind of faded. Like, I watch a lot of dudes on YouTube or whatever, Instagram, that's supposed to be fly. And they never had belts on. And we went from when niggas used to tuck their trench coat in so you could see their belt to, like, dudes just not wearing belts. And I'm like, belts is accessories. Belts is, like, part of the thing. Like, you know what I mean? That's another look. Oh, your shirt went up. Oh, that shit matched, too. Oh, I'm lit. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a watch. Like, you don't necessarily use your watch to tell time, but it's still a piece. And that's why it's easy for people like us to be like, yo, I don't care. I never minded doing certain things. Because we've never had the thing over our head that you, I can't do. Mm-hmm. Like, my mentality has always been, if you ain't got to be a rocket scientist, if somebody else could do it, I could figure it out. Yeah. If I got the same training or dedicated the same amount of energy that they did, I could figure it out. Yeah. Like, what makes me somebody that can't do what a, a regular person can do? Whether that's programming, DJing, videography, sculpting. Like, if it's something that I cared that much about, like this person cared about, I'm sure I could train myself to get close. It ain't like trying to make myself Jordan. You know what I mean? And it was real shit. The years that I cared about basketball, I was thoroughly impressed with my progress. (laughs) Because I started out late and I was trash. And you see how I ended up. Like, it wasn't bad. Shit, I mean, you see when I had turned up. No, you was funny. You still be hooping to this day, man. I still be trying like keep myself fit, keep myself healthy. That's what's up. My diet different now. I tore my knee up. That's what set me down. Oh shit! Actually, around the time that y'all was around, like whenever you stopped seeing me come around, Mm -hmm. that's what happened. I tore my joint up, um, or whatever had you, and then later on, got a job and really fucking tore my ACL. 
like finally and it was like yeah it looked like it was bound to happen I'm like god damn like what shit you was on the yeah but what was you on when you was sitting down though mm-hmm. um when I stopped hooping at first I was in the streets for a while cause I was in the streets when you were seeing me hooping you see what I'm saying um that was my whole reason for being down there that was my that was my 52 fake out I look like I still had hoop dreams, but I was 20-something. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then um, a couple jobs. Did a lot of different shit. Been in and out of the industry. Actually started doing kind of what I'm doing now. Not doing, but got into the industry around the time that you was around. Sitting on them benches. Remember the bull, light-skinned boy Aziz used to come down with the pit bull, the brown brindle. And he one day told me to come to his crib. And he told me he's a producer for Rough Riders, and I was his manager. And then I bought um, Bills through Son of the 215 Because he needed a dope producer They started working together We started working together And that was my entry into the industry But that was around the time that Like I said I was sitting on them benches Because the day that I went through his crib It was pouring down rain And I was the only one out there mm-hmm. I'm like this nigga said he lived right a quarter I'm about to go smoke at his crib <laughs> Like you know what I'm saying But um, did a lot And trust me Left the industry alone a few times Decided that I I had so many artists and things fell through so many times that it's like, well, shit, I can still be the artist. So I started doing that too. And that kept me around long enough to where I picked up the media thing and so forth and so on. But I've been in media damn near seven years now, which is crazy because who knew? <laughs> no, for sure. You know what I'm saying? I, mean, I took like a like a year off. I ain't dropped nothing. I was freestyling. That was about it. But... <laughs> I was shooting vids though, and I was working, catching you know, up on the old, visuals for the old music. For sh- not even the old music for the new. Oh, okay, you know what I'm saying, and it's like the work gonna speak for itself when it come out. So when is the new stuff coming out, and what is the new stuff? We ain't get to that. We done been through your whole life. That's how you supposed to start the introduction. Nah, I like it. I like you know it. I like you it. No, the funny thing is, myself. I feel like you wanted to do that, and that's dope because people mm-hmm. avoid that. So. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. But the new shit, I got the first joint, a single on Bell. On Bell coming out. I ain't giving out the exact date, but it's coming out this month. And that's a visual with it? Mm-hmm. They dropping the same time or one before the other? Same time, same time. Mm-hmm. And it's funny. I'm going to share a little story about the about the visual. Mm-hmm. Give him a little leap, little leap, little leap. I'm down in my neighborhood. Saying what's up to my aunt I'm uh, Johnson's homes mm-hmm. And I got my cameraman with me And we shooting in the playground And these young boys come up They like You a rapper? So I'm like, That's what they do now too It's funny Yeah it's funny But they had to been no older than like Eight Yeah Nine years old They had probably like a little Five year old or something like that. Somebody hey, like, little brother. Yeah, that's how. The, that's how the right, Yeah. You know what I'm saying like, I'm I'm over there and they I peep they watching me like they gathering up mm-hmm. watching me, bro. Like my man Ryan, like yo, put him in a put him in a video. I'm like, you sure? He was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like all right, I move around. I'm like yo, who wanna be in the vid? They all nervous, but they like, I do it. Start raising their hand and mm-hmm. shit. I'm like, all right, come through, come through. I want y'all all to stand up on the on the playground right here. So they all gather up. 
And I said, when I do this, y'all do this. Mm-hmm. It was like, all right, cool. And he had the drone in the air, and like, that shit looked dope as hell. That's what's up. That's fire. They gonna love that when they see that. I went to the corner store. I seen the, the girl know me since a pup. Mm-hmm. She all hyped to see me. She in the fit. Mm-hmm. When I come back, you see me giving the kids wood ice. Mm-hmm. I'm saying thank you soon. They all yeah. Bad. They made no the look hood shit, but like that's what niggas be doing though. That's what you supposed to do, cause like I said, they gonna remember that. I was at a video shoot with um Sonny Two One Five Dutch and Uptown Geo actually, and we had the park playground um in um the Hollow, and young boys walk up. Are y'all rappers? Are y'all famous? Do you know Young Jeezy? Do you know Future? Like, they on it like that. Yeah. They made the video. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. why not, man? And, 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 and they're even at the point now where they'll be like, is this going to be on YouTube? I want to be on YouTube. Like, that makes they, they, they famous. They can show people like, look, so now that you got all of them in there, they all going to be showing their peoples. Look, this is the video I bet. They made peoples is going to be grown or young adults that fuck with what you doing. And they going to remember that. Yep. That's that's how I move, man. That's dope. Like I, I gotta get back, and I try to get back everywhere. Yeah, giving back is done in multiple forms, man. For sure, it's a lot of ways you could do it. You don't need a dollar sometimes. Nah, no bullshit, no bullshit. But shout out, shout out to everybody who doing their thing, though. On your end, man. You know, I've been seeing you been rocking out, I've been working, <laughs> man. I appreciate that. For man. sure, for sure. I'm laughing because it's like, man. I'm doing the same thing you doing. Just running my race. You see what I'm saying? Like, nothing, no big eyes and little U's ever. Because ultimately, even when somebody goes dormant, if they're truly a creative or truly an entrepreneur or something, that's when you're supposed to get nervous. That means figuring something out. That means the next play, the best play. You see what I'm saying? So, like, when I know that people like the work and are, and are consistent in, like, accomplishing their goals... I don't even gauge nothing else besides like you running your race and I'm running my race. And the things that I'm doing, hopefully, and God God willing, they will, and I'm sure that they will, they just going to add on to what you got going on. You know what I mean? Because that's what I'm here for. I'm a conduit. Mm-hmm. At the same time that I got to go do my thing outside of this, when I'm doing this, this is supposed to be big as, as big as it could be for everybody that touches this platform. No, mm-hmm. bro, you... You already know how it's supposed to be out here, man. You know, you experience certain things that change mm-hmm. your mental. Mm-hmm. And wherever you can spread that info at, you going to do so, bro. Mm-hmm. And I'm just doing the same shit. No, and I dig that. But I'm back on this rap shit, though. That's all I know. And you know, on their hills. I'm happy to be back because I'm giving them, I'm giving them different vibes. I'm giving them different sounds. I'm about to shoot this Hear Me John down Miami. Mm. I'm trying to be on some jet skis with it and really catch a vibe down there. So you got your cameraman on the back of somebody's jet ski. <laughs> no, we going to be on some wild shit. You on some bad gonna, boy shit. That's like, gonna, that's, that's, that's big money shit. You know what I'm saying? I like it. But that's why I sat back and had to peep how the industry was mm-hmm. before I did some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Peep how everybody really be saying they pockets be fat and they should be flat. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's what my two, one, two year period of just being gone was for. I had to live life. I had to take care of shit. I had to learn about credit. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn about all that shit. I had to learn about how that side worked before I had to come back. But now since I took the break that I needed to take, you know what I'm saying? Niggas is back. back nah, you about to be on your bully, and I like it. I think that a lot of the times in our culture, um, especially as artists, musicians, whatever, musical artists, we um, worry too much about keeping up when we forget that like everybody can relate to emotion. Everybody can relate to fun. Everybody can relate to like fundamental shit. Like you don't have to have a hundred thousand on your neck to 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 relate to people or for people to care about what you putting down. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like it doesn't oh, even fix. it doesn't make sense because ninety percent of the people don't have any of that. Of course we like to aspire and we love the people that do that, but you can still get to the people through the regular message. So that's just one thing I wanted to say. Uh you that's how you gotta carry it, bro. Mm-hmm. All I try to do is just just spread that shit. Like I said, <laughs> spread that shit to whoever. Yeah. Whatever, but when it when it comes to certain things though, man, like people just know how I carry it. They know how I carry myself. Right. You know, I'm that type of dude. Like you said, like hanging around a bunch of older niggas, that shit had me cracking the fuck up in my head, dog. Bro, I be thinking, I'd be like, damn, dog, y'all niggas old as shit. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, damn, y'all niggas but old as shit. But. Y'all my fucking homies though. Like yeah. that's how that's how I carry it, man. Yeah, well, I mean, the one thing that was refreshing about, like I said, when I figured out the connection between why you felt so familiar in the first place was the fact that I already knew you, is that like I never wanted it to be a point in your life where I wasn't around for you if you needed advice. Yeah. Now I'm back around if you need advice. I'm back around if you need a nudge. I'm yeah. Back around if you need a resource. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So like that's like one of those things. Like look at God. Like the universe does what it does, and everybody runs. They like I said, run their own path, and then come back. And it's like that's beautiful when you really think about it from my standpoint as a as an older nigga. Like no, nah, now he's in an industry that I fuck with. You see what I'm saying? It ain't like you you hooping. I ain't got no NBA plugs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. but I know motherfuckers on this side. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? But back then, you met me when I was hooping. I mean, history repeats itself. Yep. So that's beautiful, man. And I'm and I'm proud of you, man. And I want you to be as great as you're going to be because it's in you already. You're intelligent enough to do it. You're intelligent enough to do it. You're a good-looking young man. So as soon as they see your face, you're going to win on that side. You see what I'm saying? Just keep keep being positive. Keep myself together. Niggas, they trying to call me light-skinned. No, they got to chill on that. I mean, shit. You know what happens? <laughs> Certain seasons you might be. No, but it's all right. When the time, I'll be borderline. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be funny, though. I'll be on the it's phone. It's a lot of light on you right now. You ain't that dark today. No, it's understandable. <laughs> but it's like, I ain't that light neither. Because then when a light skin walk in, what, he white? Nah. So, nah, nah, I'll be asking niggas there all the time, what's a light skin do? Like, nah, man, that's funny. No, but... No, if you ain't get the, the, the... If you ain't doing the Drake shit, you ain't but so light skin. He just did the most light skin shit I ever seen this week. And this is going to date the episode, but fuck it. He bought the necklace with 42 diamonds to yeah. represent every time he was about to propose to somebody. No, yeah, that's some light skin That is shit. the most light skin shit. I ain't going to lie, though, Drake. No, I don't even know, though. 
Hey Sammy, I don't even know, bro. He playing a different game, right? This nigga had a candle, bro. <laughs> I don't know what's going top that. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. He had a fucking candle, Sam. He got about twenty pictures that might be the most light skin moments in light skin history. Too. I don't know, bro. I don't know what's topping the candle. This is what we. This is what we need the Chappelle show back, man. If Chappelle could have did a skit about the most light skin shit Drake has ever done. Yeah, that would have been crazy. We keep it in light. Ice skate goes That's Hollywood. Gonna <laughs> That's gonna rock shit. I ain't gonna lie. That's that gonna set niggas crazy. up. Crazy. Nah, but um, appreciate you, man. Let the people know how to keep up with everything you got going on. You on all the streaming platforms? Nah, yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, I got all my old shit is. Mm-hmm. But the new shit is still unreleased. Yeah, this but joint, everything else is already there. Everything else all mm-hmm. over there, though. That's what I meant. Yeah. The unreleased shit. Yeah, I got you. The unreleased shit, though. Unreleased shit gonna be coming out. It's gonna be on all that fucking like title, all that shit. I'm, I'm I'm tapping into different platforms. You know what I'm saying? Top of the year, spring, when somewhere around that. Top of the year, definitely gonna be the top of the year. Okay, right, I can't even call it, it. I can't even call it in, in terms of like exactly spring. It might still be winter time. You feel me? Hmm. So it's like. Top of the year type shit. That's nah, how nigga. That's coming. sooner than sooner than then. That's perfect. That's perfect. I, I will say though, when it come to working with certain motherfuckers, man, you know you definitely gotta like have patience. Mm-hmm. Cause I didn't have producers, you know that. <laughs> then fuck me over on some nut shit. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm like, all right, it's time to get my own recording equipment. I'm in the crib with it. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying. And that's what I'm aiming for in terms of getting back, though. Because mm-hmm. at, t- at that time, I was taking my break. I wasn't worried about that. Right. So it was like, now that I'm back, that's what I'm on. Right, right. You feel me? I like it. I like niggas, it. No, nah, niggas already know. <laughs> so follow you where? Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at YB underscore Norris. And O, that's double R-I-S. Mm-hmm. It's my guy, man. Great talk, man. Sipping with Sammy, Sam Malone, Barstool Rule. If you ain't sipping with Sammy, you ain't sipping right. Get the fuck down with YB Norris because I said so. That part. Help me, Lord, I'm just trying to get your message Oh, 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 oh Young buck off the chain, I was in and out 
said fuck the cane, took a different route. No, I couldn't bring the fiends to my mama house. Sucker full of real niggas. No pics, fucking around, stare, nigga. But if you ain't on our tight time, don't you even try to come and chill with us. Collect cars in the orange suit with my dukes. Really hurt me all kind of ways. Been peeping niggas, really pigeons on the low. Every time the bread go, they fly away. I barely used to speak. Now on these melodies, I got a lot to say. Despite all the pain, I know it's gonna be okay. Watch it playing both sides, homie. Niggas really dying in cinema. I took a gamble, had to make it count for my niggas, they didn't get a second chance. Rest in peace, League. Rest in peace, Reese. And damn, I miss my nigga. Ann. But watch it be, I told you. Watch me go global. Look at G, my little soldier. I'm locked in. Don't you hit my jack, shawty, too busy. Chino popped out with a nigga, rock with a nigga for that broken, no kizzy. Reese was fighting in the ICU. Bro still tried to get his pole empty. 